بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد Today we continue with our lessons and regarding the attributes of the servants of the Most Merciful. And in today's lesson, we'll look at another verse and regarding the slaves or the servants of the Most Merciful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَشْهَدُونَ الزُّورِ وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِاللَّغْوِ مَرُّوا كِرَامًا and those who do not witness or do not bear witness to falsehood or they do not witness falsehood and when they pass by which can be translated as evil speech and actions then they pass by with dignity now this is a brief and a translation and of this verse, and insha'Allah, and we will discuss the affairs that are mentioned in this. Now, the where Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَشْهَدُونَ الزُّورِ And those who do not any witness Azur. Now, the word Azur has been defined by some scholars to be every type of speech that is evil every type of speech and action and that is that is evil everything that is evil every speech or action that is evil some have mentioned that it is al-kadhib wal-batib al-kadhib and which is something which is not true a lie wal-batil and a falsehood and a falsehood and they say that the original root meaning of the word azur it comes from the meaning of something which has deviated something which has deviated so the asl and the root meaning of the word zur and where it comes from it comes from a word or a root word which means that something which has deviated okay gone from the correct path that deviated and away so they said so that based on this, Azur is everything, every any speech and every action that has deviated. Every speech and action that has deviated. And you mean it deviated from the haq. Deviated from from the truth. Jayid. So Sheikh Sheikh Muhammad Salih Bhameen, he says. فالمهم أنهم لا يشهدون الزور. What's important I need to mention is that the servants of the Most Merciful they do not witness الزور. They do not witness الزور. Any any type of evil speech or evil actions or things that are falsehood. They do not I mean witness. They do not go to them. They do not go and watch. And these, for example, events or things that involved falsehood, lies, and evil. And he says, So if they do not 
and he witnessed a zuhr. He did not go attend, attend places or attend events which in which there are any zuhr in it. So if they do not attend, so therefore, would you consider them to be people who act in terms of zuhr? Do they do it? Do they mention speech that contains zuhr? Or do they do actions that contain a zuhr? The Sheikh says, and indeed not. First and foremost, if they do not go and attend places or majalis, circles that involved, involves a zuhr, therefore first and foremost, they themselves, they do not do actions or they do not say things that are considered to be Azur. He says, If they perform it, or if they were from the people who performs actions of Zur or speech of Zur, so therefore they would and eagerly go attend. Attend other places or things that involves Azur. كل فاعل حاضر وليس كل حاضر فاعل. So as every doer of an action is considered to have attended the action. Okay, every doer of a certain action is considered to be an attendee. He's attended or she has attended the action. وليس كل حاضر فاعل على الوجه الحقيقة. And of course. لَيْسَ كُلُّ حَاضِرْ فَاعِلْ Not everybody that attends something, that goes and watches, watches something or listens, goes and listens to something, actually does it in reality. You know? So a person who goes and watches something, in reality, is not considered to be a person who has done that action, for example. وَلَكِنْ فَاعِلٌ حُكْمًا He says, but that person is a doer in terms of ruling. A person who attends something, bears witness to something, gets involved in it in terms of witnessing it, watching it, listening to it, but has not participated in it in terms of saying something which is evil, and in that majlis, for example, or doing the action. But in terms of a ruling, so that person is considered to be a fa'il, considered to be a doer. And the Sheikh brings an example from the Quran, and an evidence from the Quran, whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَدْ نَزَّلَ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الْكِتَابِ أَنْ إِذَا سَمِعْتُمْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ يُكْفَرُ بِهَا أَوْ يُسْتَهْزَأُ بِهَا فَلَا تَقْعُدُوا مَعَهُمْ حَتَّى يَخُوضُوا حَتَّى يَخُوضُوا فِي حَدِيثٍ غَيْرِهِ إِنَّكُمْ إِذَنْ مِثْلُهُمْ Allah Azza wa Jal says and indeed it has been revealed to you in the book but when you hear the verses of Allah being denied and mocked at do not sit with them until and if they change their talk to something else, or until and if they talk about and something else, certainly 
If you do not, then you are like them. If you do not, and then you are like them. So the shahid here that the Sheikh and is mentioning is that in this verse, Allah has mentioned, do not sit with those who they speak about the verses of Allah in denial. They deny it or they mock it. Do not sit with them. Do not listen to them. If you do, if you do, you sit there listening to them, then Allah Azzawajal mentions, then you are like them. Then in ruling, in terms of a ruling, you are considered to be like them. So the Sheikh mentions here, so in terms of a ruling, that person who is witnessing it, participating in terms of as a witness, listening, in terms of a ruling, is a an asi, disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. says, unless a person has been forced or compelled by some people, I need to witness and is something which is haram, something which is evil, or to listen to something which is evil and a falsehood. So therefore, that person, of course, does not fall into that ruling. He's not a person and who has participated in, in that sin. Then, and before we move on to the next part of the verse, we will mention, and the Sheikh Rabi, Habibullah Ta'ala, mentions regarding this. And he says that Qawl Zur, and Azur, as mentioned in this verse, has been likewise given different meanings, and in terms of tafsir. It's been said that it means ibadatu al awthan wa asnan, the worship of idols and deities besides Allah. So those who do not witness Azur, they do not any witness the worship of other than Allah. And they do not attend those gatherings whereby other than Allah is being worshipped. And likewise he says from the tafsir and of this is Al Kufr. And they do not attend gatherings where any kufr as being and he uttered and he or or performed and other types and he of sins and likewise he says it has been explained to be not attending places of whereby music is being played those who do not attend and he witness azur they do not attend the places or gatherings whereby music is being and he played. And likewise, he says, and the sittings where evil has been taking place, or a person does not attend any gatherings where alcohol is being drunk. I do not attend gatherings where alcohol is being served and people are drinking alcohol. And likewise, they do not attend places whereby gambling is being taken place. 
and other than that, which is similar to this. And the Sheikh says that the verse, it gathers all of this meaning in it. So those who do not witness Az-Zur, it gathers all of this. They do not witness these matters which are considered to be disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he mentions that Allah mentions the Quran, Stay far away or distance yourself from Qawl Azur, from speech that is Azur, and he false, Kadib. So do not, and he so stay away from any those types of speech. Likewise, he mentions a hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Whereby he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah unabbiukum bi akbar il kabair. Shall I not inform you of the greatest of the major sins? The greatest of the major sins. So now, first and foremost, we learn a benefit here. We know there's minor sins and there's major sins. And there are sins, ah, ah. From the greater of the major sins. There's a category of sins from the major sins, which is the greater of the major sins. The worst and the worst of the major sins. So, companion said, Indeed, O Messenger of Allah, meaning indeed, inform us of the greatest of the major sins. And he وسلم, said, Al Ishraku Billah wa Ascribing partners to Allah in worship as being disobedient to the parents. Being disobedient and to the parents. And the companion mentioned that the Prophet he was lying on his side. He was lying on his side. Faqal. Then he said, Allah wa qawlu zur wa shahadatu zur. Allah wa qawlu zur wa shahadatu zur. And he included, and he from this, from the greatest of the major sins, he included qawlu zur wa shahadatu zur. Speech which is considered to be azur, false. Speech which is considered to be falsehood, wa shahadatu zur. And of course, and he witnessing and attending any uh, gatherings, which is considered to be azur. He mentioned this twice, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this is included in the greatest of the major sins. Speaking with speech uh, is falsehood, sinful. And likewise, witnessing and attending gatherings, where falsehood is being and committed, is being and discussed, or uh, and is being propagated, and other than that. So a person should not attend gatherings of falsehood, or gatherings that are sinful, and likewise a person should not be a person who utters any falsehood. A person should fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and restrain their tongue and likewise restrain their limbs from 
bearing witness and the true falsehood. Now, Shaykh uh, Ruthaymin, he says, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِاللَّغْوِ That some have mentioned that the tafsir of this is al-kalam al-qabih, and the evil speech. Speech is evil. وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِاللَّغْوِ بِاللَّغْوِ When they pass by evil speech. So this is one of the translations. If they pass by and when they pass by evil and a speech. He says, some has given the tafsir of this to be al-kalam al-qabih, evil speech. But he says, but the correct and the tafsir of this, and the correct opinion regarding this word al-lagu. Al-lagu, he says, it is not, does not mean evil speech, al-kalam al-qabih. Because, he says, Al-Kalam Al-Qabih, evil speech, evil speech is included in the word Az-Zul, that is mentioned in the beginning of the verse, that is included in that. Evil speech is included in the word Az-Zul. It says, وَلَكِنْ الْمُرَادُ بِاللَّغْوِ مَا لَا فَائِدَةَ فِيهِ The meaning of the word Al-Lagh, so, and when they pass by Allah, it means and the affairs that have no benefit. Okay? Useless and the things that are, there's no benefit in it. So he said, everything that does not have any benefit in it is considered to be Lagun, is referred to as Lagun. Everything that there is no benefit in. Everything which ma la fa'idata fi. No benefit in it. Does not benefit a person in their religion. And of course, does not benefit a person in their dunya. It just is mean, useless. It's useless. It just, for example, wasting time, for example. There is nothing that a person only gains from it in reality in their religion or in their dunya life. فَهُوَ لَغْوٌ It is considered to be a love. وَذَلِكَ لِأَنَّهُ لَا يُقْصَدْ وَمَا لَا يُقْصَدْ فَهُوَ لَغْوٌ Because there is no aim behind it. There is no real purpose. No real purpose behind it in achieving something in the religion or something in the dunya. It's just something which is basically, for example, a gathering that there is no benefit deen-wise or dunya-wise only in it. <coughs> Jayid. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِاللَّغْوِ مَرُّوا كِرَامًا And when they pass by a lagwi, meaning things that are no benefit in it, no benefit for a person's religion or dunya, they pass by and with dignity. That is one of the translations that you'll find. They pass by with any dignity. So the Sheikh says he, the word kirama. Here comes from Al Karim. And Al Karim means, of course, one who gives to another. One who gives and to another. 
So, one who gives another benefits himself and benefits others. So that's what and the meaning where it comes from. Kirama, of course, comes from the word kareem. I mean, one who gives. Gives to others, so therefore, they benefit their own self by giving, and they benefit any other people. Because benefit, any for, for other people. So he says, so when any they pass by something which is of no benefit, it could be speech, it could be action. So therefore, and they do not pass by any silently, but they try to bring some benefit any to it. They try to bring any some benefit to it. So they try and need to benefit those people. So if they pass by a gathering whereby there's some speech that is useless, okay? So, and they try and bring some benefit to that speech. They try to bring some benefit and need to, to that speech. Okay, the genius not pass by and he will and just basically go. Some have explained, the Sheikh mentions that they turn their backs away from it and they leave. And the Sheikh says, and the most correct and the explanation of this is that they try to benefit, to bring some any benefit. The Sheikh gives examples. And if, for example, if a person passes by a gathering and there is a discussion, for example, in a particular affair, the way a person can benefit or bring benefit to that gathering in terms of that speech is, for example, if they are speaking about a particular matter, then maybe that can be used to prove and the qudra of Allah Azza wa Jal, the perfect ability of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Or it could be something that could then, a person mentioned, oh, this is an evidence of the rahmah of Allah and the Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Oh, this is from the wisdom of Allah and the Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. So they try to benefit any those people, and likewise they benefit any their own, their own selves. Benefit any their own, any selves. So there are different ways whereby a person can bring any benefit to a gathering in which this speech is, of course, and he has no benefit for a person's deen or dunya. How can that person change that to be beneficial for a person's deen? If this person is speaking about something and of the dunya, then maybe point out that, mashallah, this is from the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal. This is from the bounty of Allah and He upon us. And He etc. And etc. So therefore, and that person does not and he attend and just listen of no benefit, but a person aims and he to benefit. And just a benefit from Ibn Qayyim uh, he mentions uh, regarding Barakatul Rajul, the blessing of a person, and he said, Ta'limuhu al-khayr, heithu ma kan. 
the blessing of a person is his teaching of good wherever he goes, wherever he is. He tries only to benefit any people. So, only the true blessing of a person, ta'alimuhu lil khayr, haythu ma Teaching of good, his teaching of good, or her teaching of good, wherever and he is, or wherever and he, he goes. So wherever there is a gathering, of course there could be something that is mentioned in that gathering to make people think about Allah Azza wa Jal, to appreciate the, bless, the blessings of Allah and subhanahu wa ta'ala, for example. The Sheikh says, and some of the people, of course, and the people are different, he says. Some people will gather in a gathering, of course, which will be of benefit in terms of religion or benefit in terms of dunya. So, but some people just want a gathering whereby it's a diversion away from every, everything. It's just only some kalam or just to sit down and there is no, basically, any benefit for a person's dunya in it. There's some people, and they like these types and of gatherings. And the Sheikh, and he mentioned, and he regarding the youth, and he likewise, that the youth, and of course, they like to have gatherings where and there is nothing really of benefit going on. Nothing, and he really, really of benefit, and he going on. And it says that, for example, if a person wants to travel and he with a group of youth, for example, and his intention is, of course, he knows that the youth, they're going to get involved in things that have no benefit. And his intention is, he's going to travel with them, and he, or be in the gathering with them, he aims and he to, to benefit them. So the Sheikh says, that is good, if that is what a person aims to do. But he is feared, he says, that they might overcome him. And he rather that he's trying to benefit them in one way or another, and they might pull him, pull him, and into their ways. So a person needs any to assess any this and before he makes a decision. And of course, and regarding the youth, this is not from the Kalam of Sheikh uh, Muthaymin. We will end here with the Kalam of Sheikh Muthaymin. But regarding the youth, as the scholars mentioned, and in the soul, if you do not busy it with that which is beneficial, it will busy itself with that which is harmful. And that is the reality. The soul, if it's not busied with things that are beneficial, if it's not encouraged and pushed to do something which is beneficial and for it, then having that free time doing nothing, the soul will busy itself with that which is any harmful, that which is any harmful any to it. And this is the reality where you can see when kids are growing up. If you do not give the children activities that are beneficial and to them, you will find and either they want to and you do things either it's harmful to them and they do not know for them it's just playful or they will get involved in things that are as mentioned 
a waste of time. So the parent can actually only create activities inside the house or outside the house or go to visit certain places whereby it's a benefit for that child's religion or learning a skill to benefit that child's dunya. Learning something. Learning something only about the religion. For example, attending a circle at the masjid. Attending Quran lessons, learning the Quran. Or t attending uh, the lectures at the masjid, for example. Or could be something whereby the child goes and learns something which they can use as a, as a skill. And of course the scholars and they encourage that the children should be taught swimming, horse riding and archery. And from the things that are mentioned in the sunnah. That things that are beneficial for that child and a skill that they can use in the future. Of course it could be and it's something other than this, but of course, and it's something that benefits them. They learn, they're busy themselves with things that are and good and for them. Things that are good for them. If you give the example, if you just give a child an iPad or a phone which is connected to the internet and they know how to go on the internet and you just leave them to it, what will happen? Will end up, of course, there's no doubt on things either, things that are not beneficial at all, or it's very easy for them to go and click on something which is and quite harmful and for them. Quite harmful and for them. And games and video games, something which is and very widespread and nowadays. That is something which needs to be controlled and likewise what parents allow the children to play must be things that are permissible, things that they, of course, can learn a skill through it. Of course, there are games that are a waste of time, but they're not haram. A parent should try and, and get their kids involved in things that are and beneficial to them. Okay? There's certain things where we mention things that are of no benefit to a person. might not, not be something which is any haram will not be something which is haram, but there is no learning in it. There is no learning which benefits a person's religion, no learning which benefits a person's dunya, for example. Okay? It does not cause any sin, there is no any reward any in it. It's just any no benefit in it. But regarding the children, when they grow up, it is very, very important because if they grow up doing things that are beneficial, of course, you are cultivating them upon a certain attitude, upon any good uh, mannerisms in, term, in terms of learning and doing things. But if you just let them be on an iPad or a phone connected to the internet, which is not restricted, okay, which is not monitored, Okay, which parents do not choose what their kids are doing, but rather they just leave them like that way. It's the easy thing to do. Coming back from work, tired. Okay, it's the easy thing to do. So, I mean, this is quite harmful for the children because that diverts away their learning skills. They're not interested. They won't be interested in learning anymore, or a big part of their learning. 
and the desire is gone because they just like to sit down, do nothing, and just click on a screen and basically do a, watch a game, play a game. Yeah? These things need to be restricted and of course most of the kids' time needs to be, inshallah, involving something which is of benefit to them. So we will and he ends and he here in today's lesson and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in beneficial knowledge and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in righteous actions